This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Want to live like vegetarians? On the food they give to old parrots. From morn till night, you must blow out your kite on them boiled beef and carrots. Now we've got a lodger, he's an artful cove. I am very, very queer, he said. So we sent for the doctor, and he came round, and he told him, You jump in bed, he said. Oh, the poor chap said, Oh, I do feel bad, he said. And my mother with a tear replied, Hello, darling, what would you like for a pick-me-up? And he jumped out of bed and cried, I tell you what, he cried, Boiled bananas and carrots, that's it. Oh, boiled bananas and carrots. That is the stuff for your tummy kill. It makes you fat and well. Don't live vegetarian. Only food they give to parrots. From morn till night, you blow out your kite on boiled bananas and carrots. Stew is a stew, is a stew, is a stew. Man, them boiled beef and carrots are the greatest. Oh, I've been waiting since the last test to get in. Come on, my fellow Acreona. When was the last time? You heard Peter Sellers on the wireless. It's amazing how your memory works. Rummaging through my folks' loft, I saw a box that I'd not seen for I don't know, over 30 years, but I immediately knew what was inside. Uh, along with a host of albums, laid flat, I sadly have to report, was a 10-inch 78 of Peter Sellers singing the just heard uh, wouldn't be allowed these days, boiled bananas and carrots with uh, any old iron on the other side. And it's a red parlophone labelled spoon, produced by... George Martin, a box that I didn't know what it contained until I tried to move it uh, and it fell apart, was the one that had my old Sabutio tabletop football set in. It's so old that I had a West German team. Unfortunately, uh, the stadium that I had had become a bristle and a broken. Now, to be honest, I bloody well hated setting it up. It was the crowd that you had to place individually that was seated. It always got knocked over. Uh, I also instantly remembered the reference number for Crystal Palace team that was uh, 194. The same number as Medlake Bus and, as it turns out, Doctor Surgery. Let's mm-hmm. 
strangely enough, I've never seen the undertones uh, live with or without Fergal Sharkey. According to Andy P of the very excellent Fear and Loathing fanzine, more from him later, they are miles better these days with Paul McLoon, who uh, has to be said has been in the undertones longer than Fergal ever was. Uh, my folks seem to have taken hundreds, if not thousands, of photos that they filed away, uh, never to be looked at again after the initial viewing. At a different time. Uh, mainly as uh, they were stationed overseas with my sister in the late 50s, early 60s. So pictures were, you know, sent back home to various relatives. There are some of me, sadly not many of the four of us together, two at the most I think. Uh, I posted one of me on anti-social media, circa 1987. Long blonde hair, beard, obviously not blonde. Striking a pose on my parents' patio with my trusty unplugged Tokai Telecaster. What I was doing, I've no idea. But I was described as looking like Mantis from Venom by Ali, who is the younger brother of Coke, and uh, I'll take that. Uh, Coke is the uh, lead guitarist and vocalist with UK thrash metal legends virus. The US might have had the big four, but we also had the equivalent. On Slaught, we're at the top of the pack, although I always thought that they never had an original idea in their collective lives. Sabbath, who I never really got... As uh, on first inspection, they seem to have prog leanings in the uh, lyrical department. And then there was uh, Deathwish and Boris, who seemed to be the real deal. Although both never really got the recognition that they merited. Deathwish called it a day after a couple of albums, with Virus following suit in 1990 after trying to reignite their career stateside. 18 years later, in 2018, Coke tried to uh, regroup the classic lineup. Uh, unfortunately, the other members feigned disinterest, leaving him to forge ahead with new recruits. A couple of EPs have been released, um, the charmingly entitled Rape by Mutants in 2009 and 2013's A New Strain of an Old Disease. 31 years after the lunacy, the band's last album, April sees the fourth in the shape and form of Evil Lucian Apocalypse. Now, I've only heard one track uh, that obviously I'm going to wear in a minute, and I have to say I was mightily impressed. Coke was just the uh, lead guitarist first time round, but this time he has taken on the role of vocalist as well. No disrespect to original vocalist Henry, but Coke stands head and shoulders above what went on in the late 80s. Admittedly, the only virus recordings that I have are the original albums that I've discovered I only have on vinyl. The track, The Hand That Feeds, from the said Evil Lucian Apocalypse, really took me back to 1986 and the uh, unspoilt era of thrash when it was, you know, still semi-underground and still belonged to the fans.
two album launch gigs in April. First is in Dundee at the church on the 18th with the Unicorn in London hosting the second on the 24th. I'll see you at the Unicorn. Right, let's get on to even more new music with something from the Downing Pool See You, See Me album that hit the real and virtual record shops last Friday with that something being Hope.
returning to the aforementioned Andy P. Now, I love a good rock and roll story, and Andy filled us in on a great one on the online version of the Fear and Loathing fanzine. Step forward, Bonner Rays. Obviously, you need to read the chapter and verse to appreciate the full story, but the upshot is... Band gets together in 1978, record two tracks to get as far as an acetate before then releasing a double A-sided single, tracks, we're never going to miss you, and Catch-22, changing the name a couple of times, and then uh, splitting up in the mid-80s. The acetate seemed to have been forgotten. Lost in the midst of time, only coming to light when vocalist Chaz sold her record collection to Flashback Records, where the owner, Mark Burgess, was suitably impressed, so much so, 42 years later, it finally gets released. The two tracks in question are Getaway Blues and Poser, which is this one. www.fearandloathingfanzine.com is the place you need to visit. Fourth, if not fifth, with. Uh, the first band for this year's Pump It Up Power Pop Weekend at the Lexington on the weekend, you know, obviously, of the 4th and 5th of July have been announced. That include, in no particular order, Music City, The Speedways, The See No Evils, Caroline and the Treats, The Choices, TV Crime, Starjets, Cyanide Pills, The Yum Yums and... Paul Collins, it's safe to say this is a must-attend gig. Last year, the Scanners, one in, from France were on the bill, who coincidentally have just released a new 7-inch. The lead track, X-Ray Glasses, can be found on the band's last album, Scanners 2. But new to this pressing are Alien Boy and this one, I really want to know.
last week it was announced that Rich Raggedy and the Digressions were going to be supporting status quo, as in the status quo, on the second half of their November-December tour. Starting in Glasgow on the 27th and finishing Bournemouth on the 6th. Sadly, the Fairfield Halls, which is closest to home, uh, has been set aside for Lawrence Jones. Hammersmith Odin and the Bryant Centre are the obvious choices. Uh, except I think tickets for both shows have nearly sold out. Rich Raggedy plays Hammersmith Odeon. Yeah, that's one up on Rich Jones. To go inside with the tour news, uh, a video too, like We'll Never Make It, shot by Craig Temple, was released that sounds, but doesn't look, like this. <laughs> Radio UK, home of the best in rock. Turn it up.
Straight after Rich Raggedy and the digressions you heard because I played Iggy Pop and High On You from his Instinct album that featured former Sex Pistol Steve Jones on guitar. Uh, during this period, Iggy, he always seemed to manage to surround himself with the cream of rock royalty. Glenn Matlock, Brian James, Slash and Duff McKagan for stars, uh, main course and dessert. I was reminded this week that Steve didn't tour Instinct with Iggy, as I believe he was still waiting on permanent status residence, so he couldn't leave the US. Yeah, just in case he couldn't get back in. Uh, the tour role and subsequent video shoot for the Just Heard Height on You was filled by Andy McCoy, with Alvin Gibbs, see, I told you, rock and indeed roll royalty, taking over bass duties from, uh, oh God, what was his name? Uh, Lee, Lee Fox? No, that's the fella. It is now, anyway. Uh, talking to Mr Gibbs, word on the street is that he and the disobedient servants will soon be releasing new material. Once again, through Time and Matter Recordings. As soon as I have the details on said release, 
I shall let you know. In the meantime, make sure, if you're in the area, to see the Disobedient Servants live at the Fox and Newton Leeds on the 23rd of May and uh, on the 6th of June as part of the North West Calling Festival. Right, we are halfway through this week's show, unless straight afterwards, like last week, no Will Meadows, but yours truly, once again, with an immediate instant repeat. Don't look at me. Wasn't my fault. I probably was. Uh, This week's show has uh, also been pre-recorded as my hospital procedure finally took place on Wednesday afternoon. Up until the Just Heard Iggy Pop, I record everything Wednesday morning. From now on, as I am post-hospital convalescing, it's an early night, so uh, the rest of this week's show was recorded yesterday with me sporting a rather fetching catheter bag. At least for two nights, I didn't need to get up in the night to take a leak. With the balance of this week's show recorded this afternoon, piss bag free. Uh, moving swiftly along, uh, a gig that I really wanted to go to was last Saturday down in Portsmouth for Duncan Reed and the Big Eds, with support coming from Black Bombers. Unfortunately... After spending all Saturday house-clearing, I was cream-crackered. Uh, t- you know, too much to attempt the journey. Coincidentally, Black Bombers have just recruited Steve Crittle as additional guitarist, who played live and uh, on a couple of tracks, or was it all of them, on the uh, Disobedient Servant album, uh, which I think he produced as well. Anyway, Steve and Bombers bassist Darren Birch have already played together uh, with the Godfathers, and if you pop over to Steve's Facebook page, you'll see Link... And links to purchase Godfather material that he and Darren played on that includes a free CD of demos for a big, bad, beautiful noise album. With everything that you order, you know how much I love demos. Uh, So uh, it really sounded like uh, Steve joining was going to be a great fit. I'm rambling, aren't I? Uh, The next two Bombers gigs up, I won't be able to attend. The first is in a couple of weeks' time on the 19th, supporting the Hypnotics at the Hare and Hound in Birmingham, with them headlining the West Garth Club on the 10th of May as part of the A Night for Life concert, celebrating what would have been Lee Bruno's 68th birthday. Hopefully, a sudden gig will soon be on the cards. Well, Steve is a Croydon boy after all. Oh, 
volume four that was black bombers and sometimes another thing that i like is when key band members are unavailable for a gig and someone else has to deputize for them as it changes the dynamics and feel this is what happened for Duncan Reed and the Big Heads in Portsmouth and the day before in Minehead. Guitarist Sophie K. Powers was still recovering from surgery. No one that's like. So in Minehead, her place was taken by Heidi Cotton. And in Portsmouth, as Nick Hughes was blowing his trumpet for television elsewhere, the band were now temporarily a power trio. A fully reinforced lineup are playing the Wild Duck in Dublin tomorrow. Tomorrow being the 7th of March. Future streaming and non-Rock Radio UK listeners with them playing the Stag's Head in Dunkirk a day later. We Londoners will have to uh, be able to see them at Blackheart on the 14th of May for the launch of their fourth album, Don't Blame Yourself, that you can still pre-order along with a whole manner of other goodies over at the band's website. Here's a title track from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads' last album, Bombs Away. and motherfucking motherfuckers hot on the heels of November's trillion dollar EP are all set to release their third EP which in this instance has been named Dance Motherfucker on April the 8th if you run don't walk over to the band campsite you can pre-order it on either red or black vinyl and if you need a new t-shirt you can get one of those as well from said EP this is It's All Shit Thank you. 
Last Friday, as I mentioned last week, I was over at the Hope and Anchor to see Neon Animal with support coming from Paradise Alley and the Dead Hombres. I did think that I wasn't going to make it. Uh, as the 10-mile journey took nearly two hours, most of it spent on Blackfriars Bridge. As the old bill were pulling cars over, they weren't taxed, insured or MOT. It's amazing. The drivers, as soon as they're asked to pull over, suddenly remember their driving test. Mirror, signal, manoeuvre, changing down through the gears. No, Sarge. I think he's all right. I mean, he did mirror signal manoeuvre, changing down through the gears when we pulled him over. Anyway, after a donation to the Police Benevolent Fund, I got to the venue. We had plenty of time to spare. Last time I saw the Dead Hombres was, I believe, the last time that they played. And I said at the time how I enjoyed bassist Tracy's backing vocals on the cover of T-Rex's Get It On, and they should pursue this further. Subsequently, they dropped the track. Come on, guys, it's an asset. Uh, I also said that vocalist Nigel is from the Dogs de Moor School of Vocal Arrangements, which thankfully is still intact. The Gasoline Queen tracks played. Uh, the band that Nigel and Dell, who is the pin-up of the band, have been given more fuel. I did say that I thought those songs would eventually be dropped once the uh, Ombre Arsenal had been bolstered. Yeah, maybe they will, but on Friday's showing... I'm not so sure. After the band kicked off with their own Eno Morricone-style Western intro, with Nigel giving Wilco Johnson a run for his money in the Thousand Yards stair stakes, it's straight into Gypsy Lady that has been sped up and honed. Unfortunately, the squirrel still hates it. I don't know why, but it has become a bit of a running joke over the years. The band set is just half an hour, but it's packed. That uh, still contains the stripped-down almost stalling version of the Damned Love Song, which was swiftly followed by Crazy People, one of the standout interesting tracks as it reminds me of Tyler, backed by the Stooges.
have penciled in seeing the dead hombres supporting the dirty strangers on the 2nd of April. I say penciled in, as I have that day also penciled in to see the hit priests in Nottingham bringing my daughter back from uni the next day. Obviously, I'm waiting on confirmation. Did you see the picture of priests from Cruz head injury? After he was dropped on a solid stone venue floor after crowd surfing. How many staples? Mega ouch. I guess he won't be doing that again. Since the last time I saw Paradise Alley, uh, that was only about a month ago, something seems to have happened to vocalist Steve Vincent. It's like a switch has been thrown. The ever-read batteries, gone. Swapped for Duracell. It's, he seems more stridently Confident, I would say passionate, but he's always been passionate, and I don't think that will ever change. But it's like he's become Mr. Hyde to his off-stage Dr. Jekyll. Before, uh, I think he wanted it. This time, he needs it, whatever it is. Luckily, he has a band that are just as on fire as he is. My only gripe is that they play Pipeline as the opening number. I know it's a call to arms and leaves no one in any doubt to which flag they pledge their allegiance to, but... Yeah, it's too obvious. Being really unhelpful, I have no idea what they could use. Uh, apart from the uh, instrumental version of Hanoi Rock's Sweet Home Suburbia that appeared on, what was it, uh, Lost in the City and the Hanoi Rock's box set album as Suburban theme? Yeah, but what do I know? <laughs>
point, you're probably expecting me to tell you all about Headliner's Neon Animal set. Well, if you glance at your watch, you'll see that two and a half minutes is clearly not enough to give them justice before Will Meadows starts banging on the door. And I should hope that Rock Radio UK Chief Executive Phil Hampton will let him in this week. Or maybe he won't. Until next week, take it easy. This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Only joking. See you in a bit.